Welcome back to Country Tough with Brandy Von Holten. Today I have someone from Kansas by the name of Logan Schrag. Okay, so his last name is S-C-H-R-A-G, so it's not Schrag, That's it's right. Schrag. Yeah, it's been called the na- wrong name for my whole life. Oh man, well I can see that. Well, I try to have the name of Von Holton. Von Holton, everybody thinks there's an A in my last name. It was really cool whenever I was a school teacher because I would tell them, if you put an A in my last name, then I won't put an A on your report. <laughs> and then whatever got through to them oh yeah and well and you know i did competitive fighting for like 23 years so i'd tell them if they put an a in my last name i'd kick their a so <laughs> anyway so I like you're playing on oh it. yeah i always have something funny to say about that but it's schrog schrog so it's a good That's old right. german name that's I right a, yeah i got a good old german name even though i'm texan you know everybody's like oh are you german are you scottish and i'm like i'm texan <laughs> So, did you, are you born and raised in Kansas? Yeah, born and raised in Kansas, and uh, <clears throat> we uh, we grew up in Wichita for quite a long time, so my, uh, if you're from the Kansas area, a lot of people know um, that uh, something called Pete's Puddle, so it's kind of like a summer vacation spot, and my great-grandpa was Pete, so a lot of people in that area still know of that, so anyways, my Grandpa um, and him did cattle together and brought cattle, a certain breed of cattle that I can't remember, from outside the United States into the United States for the very first time and did a lot with the cattle industry and that sort of deal. So um, once we moved outside of town um, in 2009, we started raising shorthorns. And so we've been raising shorthorn cattle since 2009. And then now I've gotten into the horse world and it's a a whole new animal. I guess it is a whole new animal, but I mean, it's a whole, <laughs> a whole different, new beast. a whole new beast for yeah. sure. So are you most, you have a sticker on your truck that says eat beef? No, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe I should. Yeah, yeah. Eat beef. People That's right. Eat beef. Well, we've been selling quarters and halves for since 2009 for okay. people to purchase in sides of beef. Um, but no, I haven't ever had the, uh, the eat beef. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know what? We have people that buy quarters and halves from us and it's just, you know, you know what you're getting because yeah. like, man, we, we make sure and not put growth hormone into yeah. our cattle. Cause I don't want that. Right. And you don't know what you're getting whenever you're buying beef from Walmart. You could be eating some 10 year old mama cow. A hundred percent. Yeah. But not with, not whatever you buy from an individual. Yeah. Well, and, that's a big selling point for us that they, we know where it came from. You know? Oh yeah. Well, we even, you know what? We even talked about how our cattle are actually happy because like if they're <laughs> yeah. not happy, they create stress hormones. Well, you're eating stress hormones. Yeah, for sure. So, like, don't need any more of that in today's world. No, we don't need any more stress. That's so, right. you know, something that both in, talking about not having stress in our lives, we have stress in our lives, but we help people decrease their stress. So I own Von Holton Ranch. We're a horse trail riding facility that's in Missouri, and we have RV sites. We have a boarding barn. We have mounted archery. People love that because they get to set goals and they're just going against their own self. But then we also have cabins for them to rent. And if they have their own horses, they can come and trail ride. So that right there, you know what? During COVID, we were so afraid that our numbers were going to drop, but they actually increased because people were like, I need out of the house. Right, right. <laughs> but sure. you also help people decrease their stress because you have something that is, it's diamond Springs Ranch, and yes. you have something called the Cowboy Experience. That's right. So tell me about this Cowboy Experience. Yeah, so I guess kind of if we want to play on Yellowstone, I mean, I heard had somebody tell me, or maybe I heard on the radio, that Yellowstone 
bridges every age gap. So your mm-hmm. grandma watches it and little kids watch it, which the language is pretty bad. So maybe that's not the greatest example ever. But the point is it bridges the gap. And I think that the cowboy experience, life moves so fast today that's mm-hmm. slowing it down. And that's really what we encourage is how do we allow people the space, allow them the area to be able to slow down. And uh, <clears throat> that's what we do at the ranch. So we do trail rides. We do lessons. Um, we do um, weddings. We do events. We do a lot of different stuff out there but at the end of the day it's all what what is the old cowboy lifestyle feel like like sitting around the fire telling stories playing guitar Mm -hmm. where it's slower and you're not just on your phone you know sending a text right so you've got two um two larger buildings right you have one that is a tree tree house house. now tell me about the tree house so i don't know if you've seen the show tree house masters but the guy that produces that show lives nearby us and so he actually drew our tree house so it's a tree house masters certified tree house he drew it I built it. It sleeps four. Um, it's about 10 feet off the ground. Okay. And the first level has, it has everything fully plumbed, has a kitchen, a bathroom, everything you'd normally expect a pull out couch. Then when you go up to the top is kind of the master suite. If you want to call it that there's a little sitting area up there. And then we have the, the bed and everything. And then we actually have kind of a little, uh, stoop area where you can watch the sun rise. But on the West side, the hole is all windows. Mm. So we call it sunset reset. And, uh, you can go find that at tree lodges dot com if somebody wants to book it and uh, we call it sunset reset because the sunsets are just immaculate Um, it's about 600 square feet inside and 600 square feet of deck on the outside so several different fun areas to hang out well and what person didn't want to have a tree house growing up everybody i I mean whenever my dad wasn't hunting and he had a deer stand that was my tree house that's right okay like that's right i i even i remember some of the dumbest things i would just go up there it'd be hot or it'd be super cold, but I would be up there. But I would just take magazines up there and look through all the magazines. Yep. I remember trying to make myself, this is going to sound so stupid, but I tried to make my own perfume. So I took like my mom's <laughs> lotion and her soaps and her own perfume and tried to make my own. I did dumb stuff You were stuff messing up, up the deer hunting for sure. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure I was. I, I would take snacks up there and just, I mean, I would be by myself, yep. you know, and like, Boy, if you ever had a treehouse, like talk about tapping into people's, you know, their childhood yeah. um, dreams. And now they get to be an adult and go to something that's totally bougie. It is and bougie. Like, oh, yeah. <laughs> I showed you pictures. It's, <laughs> it's very bougie. Oh, yeah. And, it's, uh, and when I tell, tell people we have a treehouse, they're like, oh, that's cool. And then I show them pictures, they're like, that's a treehouse. And then when they come, they're like, oh, my gosh, this is a house. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so people yeah. love it. Well, that's like whenever we tell people that we have an obstacle course. Okay, usually most people's obstacle courses looks like a tornado went through a yard sale. Okay, they don't realize that we have spent, you know, we're into five digits being spent. I saw it. it. We're it's, never going into it's six It's awesome. <laughs> I mean, we have bridges that are so large that you can walk a horse over it and somebody could walk their horse underneath it at the same time it's a cool it's really cool so you know something that you're talking about with lives going so fast do you know i'm reading this book right now about how to do a 12 um 
12 weeks is the new year. And it talks about how you're not supposed to have annualized goals because you put them off. Until the end of the year. Well, and then you you feel overwhelmed and you don't get them done. So you should actually set, and a lot of people will push, push, push at the end of the year. Well, what if you could create more pushes? Right. Okay, so this 12-week year that I'm reading right now, it talks about how... We are physically in one spot, but mentally in another location at Mm. the same time. And it's because our lives are going so fast. Yeah. With you talking about how people can reset with the sunset. Yeah. Man, people need to have this reset moment. The other day, I'm doing these ice water baths. Oh, no. Jeez, you're braver than me. Holy cow. I'm such a believer now. So let me interject here. I did a cold shower challenge Mm -hmm. with some other friends of mine for like a week. And as soon as that week was over, I was done. You were done? (laughs) I don't know why I was not doing it anymore. Well, I'm doing 300 of those this year because most people will do them short term, like you did it for a week. Well, I want to know real results, okay? And plus, I want to show up for myself. Sure. I, so many people make goals and stuff and they just, they'll, they'll do anything in the world for other people, but they won't do something for themselves. Here's okay. what's interesting. We've, I've been around uh, the network marketing industry for more or less my whole life. And you're so right. People will work for something for a little trinket way more than they'll work to have the dreams that they want in their life. And yep. really what we've spent time. So I had a really unique upbringing with growing up in town, but then moving to the ranch where, you know, we were teaching people how to dream again, if you will, because life just kind of beats you down and beats you down. And there's just a certain point where you just say, I'm just not going to stand up again because it's just too hard. And if we can encourage people to say, okay, how do we actually stand back up again? And like God did, did create you for a specific reason to Mm -hmm. do something great. Like how do we actually pull that out of them? And so anyways, from the age of like 12 to about 18, 19, I got to hang around guys that were very, very successful in business. And they were teaching me things about, and talking about things like dreams and goals and aspirations. And the people that I went to school with were talking about the latest sports team or the latest score of the game. So I got to a totally different upbringing. Mm -hmm. um, And it makes you think like, okay, how do I actually help someone move forward in life? not just come out to the ranch like it's cool to come out to the ranch but how I can't it's hard to make an impact on somebody's life in a 45 minute trail ride they stay at the treehouse okay yeah maybe a little more but how do we like actually provide a space to say look God created you for more how do we reset that and how do we get to be a part of that and help you do that right so um what I was saying about the ice water baths the other day I did one and I posted about just how I had nothing I had nothing in my thoughts and about how I did not realize how long it had been since I wasn't thinking. I've had I've actually um, heard several people say that. Like after you do it long enough, you're just like, okay, I'm here, and it totally clears your mind. Because I find myself doing that, and I even intentionally I don't listen to the music when I drive because I want time to think because life does move so fast. But even in the evenings, I feel like you lay down and you're like, okay, I'm almost asleep, and then you think about all these things that you right. should be doing, and that's the time where I actually kind of catch up on things really how do I think about what I need to do for the next day or be able to write that down I'm a big proponent for writing things down in fact um, I was having a conversation with a friend of mine just recently um, throughout high school um, I was made fun of a lot probably because I was annoying and I was really little and I was an easy target really but 
I was able to write all of that down and I have almost every day of high school actually written down on a mm. piece of paper. And for me to be able to go through that, so you might be upset at somebody and you write it down and you look at the paper and you're like, I can remember vividly, I was mad at somebody from school. I wrote it down, I looked at it and I'm like, I reread it. There's no reason I should be upset about that. Oh, yeah. So instead of just letting the emotion just totally take <laughs> over, how do I actually reflect on what happened and be able to move forward? Well, talking about writing things down, you know, I have a a custom planner and people can find that at brandyvonholten.com but every day I start my day with writing my large goal because so many times you have this big goal but you you don't keep it in yeah. in front of you well I make sure and write it down it's at the top then I write down a good memory from the day before I write down three things that I'm grateful for but then I also have a growth section on there now that growth section is typically I'll read like five to ten pages a day mm-hmm. or I'll learn how to do something I might watch a video or something and then I have an attitude of gratitude section, which is where I'll either do a positive business review on something, or I will write someone a letter, send them a birthday card, something to that extent. But I try to do one a day because if I can have an attitude where I am grateful for something, it's really hard to let the business depressions hit you. Yeah. Because from a business standpoint, do you know that most mom and pops, 50% of them close down within the first year? Wow. 95 percentile success rate for franchises. And that's because they have a written out way to do the There's business. A syllabus. They have, yeah, they have so much support. Yeah. And you know, with, um, but my planner, you're talking about the things at nighttime. Whenever those lists start churning in my head, I can't, it kind of reminds me of, this is going to sound so like 1885, okay? But I'm going to talk about the Bozo Show. The Bozo Show had a plate spinner on there, and it would be a long stick, and there would be this person that would spin a plate. Well, all the plates would stay up spinning, but one, you'd have to run over and spin one a little bit more and run back mm-hmm. and spin this other one. Well, <clears throat> It's kind of like at nighttime I'm juggling or spinning plates for 12 things and then I don't sleep well because I keep on thinking I've got to keep thinking about them or I'm going to forget. So at nighttime I actually bring my planner in and whenever those lists start happening, I just put them down so then I can set that plate down and it doesn't break from falling. That's a great example because that's what I do, but I didn't ever think about the plate example because if I don't write it down, you just think about it over and over. Make sure I don't forget that. But if you write it down, it's like, oh, I can remember this tomorrow real easily. Mm -hmm. In my planner, I also have like where I keep up with exercise. I keep up with food intake um, because I'm a plus size cowgirl. And then I have my uh, food goal for the day, which it might be like, hey, no snacking after nighttime. I can't do no snacking. I got to have snacks. (laughs) Me and you are on the different end. You know, we look like the perfect 10. That's right. I'm a circle. Okay. We're a 10. That's right. We always say that with my last name being Von Holten. T-E-N. My husband, he's a a string bean. And then I'm the blue M&M. Okay. I'm the blue. That's what I'm going to be for Halloween this year. I'm going to be, you know, I've got this big old round belly and I'm just going to rock it. I'm going to be the best blue M&M ever. I'm going to take her job. Uh, Anyways, but at the end of the day in my planner, I make myself write something that I, that I was happy about. And then I sign it because I own that day Mm. because that day was, I was in charge of that day, but you know how many people feel like their life is in charge of them and they're not in charge of anything. 
So I sign it because I own it. Okay. I, I have the choice to keep on doing the job that I'm doing. Everybody has the choice, but they don't feel like they do. But you have, as soon as you take ownership of that choice, then you become in charge and you can get more things done and you can have, you can go towards the life that you want. Well, a mentor of mine put it this way. A lot of people live their life in the urgent category where it's urgent. I got to get this done. Got to get this done. But then they leave the important things undone Mm -hmm. versus if you will live your life in the important category and say, this is important. This needs done. The urgent things will figure themselves out. Just another way of saying the exact same thing that how do I focus on the important and if the urgent needs attention after the important, okay, that's fine. But the urgent will work itself out. Yep. So that's, I love that. I mean, with you being a guy that actually um, does reflections or if you write down anything, it's a big deal. Actually, the person that helped me with starting to do the, um, this person only would do three letters a week was actually a guy that owns a construction business. He would sit down and write three written out thank you notes. But now something that I use for like birthdays and stuff, it's a program called send out cards and it's less than $40 a month. I was going to give you props for that yeah. actually a second ago. So let me, let me tell okay, the story here. So we're here, we're getting, getting to meet Brandy and uh, she's telling us about how she goes and does these send out cards. I'm like, that is so genius because you spend your time because you genuinely care about other people and are sending out a card <laughs> as if you're the person's cat that just passed away. Like, that's super creative and it makes a huge impact for them, but you're doing it because you're caring about it. You're just taking yeah. time out of their day because most people, I mean, you get a card from your grandparents every year at yeah. Christmas time. Well, how cool would it be if you get a card, but it's not from your grandparents, you yeah. know, because people just don't do that anymore. The extra right. step. Um, I was at, <clears throat> we go to life church in Wichita and uh, the pastor was talking about that something he had happened to him and only one person actually drove to his house and knocked on his door in this time of trouble, if, if we want to call it trouble, in this hard time. Mm-hmm. And he's like, that made such an impact on me because everybody called or texted, but we live such busy lives. Right. Well, how do we actually, again, make the important things important and take time to drive across town or even mm-hmm. the neighbor come over and say, hey, look, I'm here for you. You know, right. that's there's so much of that that doesn't exist because of this society that's just absolutely addicted to the dopamine hit from looking at your phone. Well, and you know what? You know how good it is for people to be out in the country? The people to connect to nature, the people to have actual sunlight on them, the people to not be in front of their computer screen for the whole time, to connect with another animal that is, I mean, like a horse. A horse, man, they have, they're pure and they're honest because if they decide that you're no good, the total reflection of you. Oh, yeah. You know, um, yeah, every horse will end up taking on the personality of the one that's riding it. If you're a scared person, they're yeah. going to be scared. If you're confident, they're going to be confident. And it's so cool to watch that in trail rides because we a lot of the people that come out to our ranch are beginners. You know, they're from mm-hmm. the Wichita area. They're beginner. And we kind of give them a little understanding of how to do it. And we're just following nose to tail. And that person might be really, really uptight when they first get on the horse. But then we get you back at 45 minutes later and they're like, the horse is their best friend. They're taking pictures of the horse, loving mm-hmm. on the horse it's crazy the transformation just in 45 minutes of slowing down getting to be in nature and being on the back of a 1200 pound animal that you're controlling with some leather it's a pretty cool experience so just the fact that a 
prey animal will yes. let the ultimate <laughs> yes. predator. I mean, like the only thing left for a, a horse to allow on its back that's a bigger deal than us would be like a grizzly bear or a shark. Or a lion. Yeah, you know? a lion. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I cannot believe that a prey animal will let a predator on it. Right. So, hey, let's switch gears for just a second because I met you only through one of your friends. Yes, named, great friend of mine. Yeah, Michael W. Green. Yes. Okay, and he is kind of in the same realm as you. He is. He has something really cool where he does glamping, yes. which is like a very bougie uh, camping experience. And then are y'all near each other? Because I think his business, which is Watkins C. Ranch, yes. is near what? Leavenworth, Kansas? Yeah, they're about three hours from us. So Michael has helped coach and teach me on a lot of the things that we do. In fact, mm-hmm. we do some consulting together now with other ranches. Call us, say, hey, what did you do? Because the reality is, like you said before, a lot of businesses start, but they start with a great idea, but they don't have a way to actually implement that idea. So what Michael and I have developed is a a syllabus, again, if you want to call it that, a manual that doesn't exist anywhere else that we're aware of in the horse industry of how do we do what we're doing? Because there's a lot of, if we want to call it a hobby ranch out there, you have, you know, five cows and two horses and 20 acres. Well, how do we turn that into a few more horses And how do we get people out to your ranch and how do we do it safely? Here's Mm -hmm. the thing, steps you can follow to do it properly and safely where we can have other income that comes back to your family that helps pay off the ranch, pay off a vehicle, whatever it is. And we get, again, providing that space for people to slow down. So yes, Michael's the one that introduced me to all of that. And really when I saw his passion, it really intrigued me and inspired me um, because even in teaching and coaching people to find the dreams God put in their heart, even I found myself like questioning, am I really doing what I feel like God has called me to do? Or am I just doing it because of some sort of other reason? Maybe someone suggested it one day. Mm-hmm. Well, I saw Michael at his ranch and he's doing what I feel like God has called him to do and impacting people in a really big way and uh, being able to do that through horses. Okay. So talking about that safety, you know, that's where our paths are now crossing is because I have some online classes that we're going to actually work together where, um, they're going to, it's going to be a program for your clientele, but it's going to increase safety because y'all deal with so many novices. Yeah. Well, here at Von Holten Ranch, I mean, like the fact that y'all are partnering up with me to help increase the safety of right. your clients, it just talks about how much you really care about them and you care about the horse industry and you care about the other people that are getting into the horse industry because, man, insurance, insurance, safety, yeah. safety, cannot say it enough. And I am going to, I have a program that's going to help your clients increase right. and all that. And y'all, you drove all the way out here. You've actually drove out here. Michael's drove out here twice. Yeah. And you've come out here now. It's about because, five hours from yeah. from where I live. Yeah. Well, just because of your love of the horse industry and the love of your, um, your clients. Right. So yeah. well, the, man. Michael and I talk all the time. I mean, we talk multiple times every week, but a lot of those conversations are how do we have people, number one, be safe, but number two, have fun. And how do we be inclusive to not be, if we want to call it a horse person that just thinks we're better than somebody else because we own horses. I had somebody, I had somebody tell me uh, a long time ago, you used to be rich if you had a car. Now you're rich if you have a horse. I don't feel that way, but I think it's really interesting because a lot of people do feel that way. Like I have a horse, I'm better than you. No, come out to our ranch. I'll teach you how to ride on my horse that I know is a safe horse. Right. And we're just going to, we want safety to be number one. 
Right. So, you know, there's going to be some wonderful things to look out for in the future with us. Um, you've actually asked me to develop one for trail safety. Trail rides. Yeah, we have we have some stuff that's called horse knowledge. And then we have um, things that's how to train on a budget. But I'm not going to tell you where to get those because you need to get them from <laughs> Michael and Logan. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, because this right here is your, yeah, I mean, because I want to... I want to help y'all, you know, like there's so many, um, man, there's so many people in the world, like whenever they, they think that if you're in the same industry that you have to compete against each other and hate each other, that's not Uh, true. You know what? Well, the horse industry, people that own horses is such a small segment of the world. And the fact that we have a place where people can come and you have a place where people can come. We open our doors up. Yep. We're an even, we're an even smaller, much smaller we're a subsection. <laughs> yeah. Very. Oh my gosh. I mean, like literally I have a checklist for whenever I used to do guided trail rides, but now I don't Now I've transitioned over. I do. I have a different focus, but I tell people you, you should wear jeans, you should yeah. wear closed toe shoes if you have that. Um, you should, you know, um, keep your hands on the reins. Right. There's just some like basic <laughs> yes. things. And the horse people that are hearing this are going to be like, what the heck? And you're like, you don't even know. If you, you wear have- Crocs, <laughs> at least have them in four wheel drive. <laughs> <laughs> so, okay. Well, there's good things coming, um, coming your way from uh brandy von holton horsemanship with brandy and with logan Schrog with uh diamond spring ranch and then also with watkins sea ranch yes uh in uh, with michael w green yep so absolutely looking for this trifecta to do some great things to help all sorts of people for sure. And if people want to see more of what we do, uh, they can go to CowboyExperienceKS.com and be able to see our treehouse. They can see our lodge. They can see the lessons, the trail rides, the events, birthday party. We do a lot of different stuff out there okay. at CowboyExperienceKS.com. And then if you are wanting to find out about Von Holten Ranch, it's V-O-N-H-O-L-T-E-N, so VonHoltenRanch.com, or you can check myself out. I have all sorts of business coaching that's going on, something called Spurring Business Growth, only allowing 10 people in it. So go and check me out. You can find that at BrandyVonHolten.com. And thank you for tuning into Country Tough with Brandy Von Holten.